Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Today I just want to talk just a little bit about kind of the intersection of free speech and the gospel. I've been hit talking a little bit about free speech in, the, in a couple of my different platforms lately because there's been a lot of interesting, uh, interesting things like kind of in the tech censorship type world right now that that have been interesting. Of course, um, earlier, like at the you know a few months back, when all these platforms deplatformed Alex Jones, like in collusion, in the some way, same day, I came out and said, "Hey, you know, this is just the start. They, they went for him because he's easy to hate, and I don't care. I don't really care for the guy. I don't really watch what he says, but you know, I think he's a he, I think he's a loon. But that's the very thing. They take they they go for the loons first." They try and attack the people that nobody really misses, and then they use this. And I warned in that video a while back that this, that's just a start. It's going to keep going. And right now, we have this, there's so many more people who've been completely deplatformed, not only from coming off of the, off of the technology platforms, but also coming off of the, uh, you know, their payment processors, their people are trying to block them from being able to accept accept donations or sell merchandise on their stores, and it's becoming a little bit more center, a little bit more center. So it doesn't matter if you're what you might call an alt right or an alt left. I don't get in the middle of all that crap because you know it just. Once we start alt right, alt left, black or white, or you know this or that, you're causing division, and that's the problem. But the reason this is significant, uh, in fact, another reason it's significant, there was another interesting censorship thing this week that I had to look into a little bit more, and that's the Project Veritas issue. So, of course, an, an insider from Pinterest came out to a journalist at Project Veritas basically saying, hey, certain political groups are actually being placed on the porn lists at Pinterest, and autocomplete is disabled. So, And I think this is fixed. As of last time I did a test, I think I tested this because I do have I do post thumbnail video thumbnails to Pinterest anytime I put a video up, and so when you went up into the search bar and typed in Christian, it would they did not do autocomplete as of last night when I looked into this. Yes, Pinterest does have autocomplete for verses and for uh, for Christian things. Um, so either at Pinterest the situation was there was a rogue employee and they've corrected it, or it was a it was a company thing, and they were called out on it, and they reversed it. I don't know which, but then it made me question. In fact, they almost deleted the Pinterest account. I'm like, you know, if they don't want us there, then let's leave as a Christian. And I said, you know what? The world doesn't want us here as a Christian. What does it matter? So I'm keeping the Pinterest account. Um, because, hey, there's some of you that might use it if you didn't know it was there. I mean, I'm not a social media guy. I don't do a lot. I have the social media accounts on my channel so that... If you use them and you want to get a secondary notice when a video goes live, when a podcast goes live, or when a sale on books goes live, it all goes on a social media account. But I don't sit around on the social media accounts and do a ton of stuff. Maybe I should. I don't know. Uh, but you can follow all the social media accounts that you want. Um, of course, uh, with the Pinterest account, you know, I hadn't even logged into it for months Except anytime I post a video, I have the button there to, to push it and send it up to uh, up to YouTube. So, you know, or up to Pinterest rather. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. Is I looked at this, and I said, should I get rid of Pinterest because they're trying to silence the Christians and all this? And I almost did. I'm like, you know what? The world doesn't want us here, and that's okay. 
But that's exactly why, as Christians, we need to stand up for free speech. And we'll see in our Foundations Bible study tomorrow that Christ came at the perfect time. Okay, The Roman Empire, at the very time Christ came, the Roman Empire had relative peace, which means there weren't warring factions, which means there's time to discuss philosophies and things like that. We had a common language. We had a road system. Everything was set up. And, and this is, didn't just serendipitously happen. And then this great moral teacher came. All this stuff was prophesied back. Look back into the prophecies in Daniel. Look at that statue. And the statue that that uh, was it Nebuchadnezzar, I'm forgetting which king, it was, I'm not sure if it was Nebuchadnezzar or Cyrus, one of the kings that in Daniel's reign, he had four kings in his reign, he, he survived four kings. Um, he had the dream of this statue and, and Daniel prophesies, you know, this is the statue, uh, the part that's going to be glorious, the dynasty, this is the part that's going to conquer, this is the part that's going to be peace, you know. There are four elements of this statue. And at that time is when the, is when the, the, the covenant would change. All this is in Daniel. And so what's interesting is as we look into that kind of stuff, then Christ came at the central focal point of history when he did. And we're going to be talking more about that in the foundation study, so I'm not going to talk more about that here. But understand that the, why that's significant is, number one, we had a common language that helped spread the initial gospel. But our task until Christ returns is the Great Commission, which is to go out and preach the gospel to the whole world. Now, whether they ban us, block us, imprison us, whatever else, it is still, no matter what, our task to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if it becomes illegal and we share the gospel and we end up sharing it to the secret service agent and he throws us in jail, I guess Jesus just gave us a prison ministry. If we <clears throat> preach the gospel to the wrong guy and <clears throat> off with your head, then I guess we're going to heaven early. It doesn't matter. But so long as we have free speech, the gospel goes out more unhindered. And that's what we need. So as Christians, we need to fight for free speech. Now, I also understand the other side of the argument because I just did a video on my other channel looking at a new web browser from Gab. And of course, Gab right now, a lot of people, and as I posted that, about 50% of my comments are like, wow, this is cool, it's a new browser, glad you're standing for free speech. And then I get a whole lot more comments going, these guys are white supremacists, these guys are Nazis, these guys are exphobes, these guys are blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude. And I left the comment several times. As long as the speech is legal under the United States Constitution, I don't care. Okay, I have a thick enough skin and you have a thick enough skin because the free speech means we can have our ideas. Now, if free speech goes away, they will deplatform some of us. And guess what? Us Christians are really high up on that chopping block of getting cut off. Other people, other faiths, other viewpoints, other things, not so much. So we have to fight for free speech where we can fight for free speech because it gives us the ability to preach the gospel in an unhindered manner. And so that's why it's critically important. That's why, yes, despite there's some bad actors on Gab, our walking Christ is also on Gab. Because it might be that last place that doesn't ban a site like mine, you know, because I'm telling you the truth of the scriptures. And so that's really what I want to talk about. So 
when the gospel goes out, number one is we have to have the ability to communicate. That's why it was significant Jesus came back at a time that, that the nation had a common language in Greek. But number two is we have to be able to get out and share those ideas. Now, it doesn't matter, as I said, it doesn't matter for us Christians whether or not we share the ideas or not. It doesn't matter, honestly. Um, what matters the most, uh, what matters the most is that um, we, we preach the gospel. And if that means we get in trouble, we get in trouble. If that means we say something that's unpopular, it's unpopular. If it means we say something gets us deplatformed from certain places, then we get, I guess we get deplatformed from some places. That's the way it is. That's the way the gospel is. And we have to remember that first and foremost principle that Jesus said, remember, if they hate you, they hated me first. We have to get out of this mindset that says, oh man, I need to get in and, uh, persecution's going to get me, and, and ooh, this is all bad. No. Christ says persecution is coming. Our task as Christians is to stand for the truth of the gospel. So thanks for coming along on this daily walk. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, also, as I already mentioned, I do have some social media accounts that if you do want updates on to when books are out, when sales are going on, and when videos get published, and anything else going on in our walk in Christ, uh, pick your favorite platform. The only really ones I'm not on is any Facebook-owned companies. So Facebook, Instagram, no, no, not interested in that. Um, but anyway, thanks for watching, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.